When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me bang I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Jesus. Let me you, Let you bang. 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 For your favorite mixed martial arts podcast, recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? What's up, people? Welcome to the MMA Roasted podcast. Me, Adam Hunter, here with Bill Dawes, waiting for McCorkle and Don Fry to join us. Don Fry joined at 9 o'clock in the morning, 10 o'clock, and 11 uh but now it's like 12 o'clock so we'll see if he actually joins um and then he he actually called me left a message and said uh hey man uh i forgot why i'm calling but call me back uh, <laughs> so uh yeah th- okay so anyway uh how are you doing me yes I'm, you know girl problems you know how it is you, you came to the show with this beautiful girl. She was gorgeous. She was smart. She was, I mean, she was, seemed like she was funny. And she seemed like she liked you. What happened? I, I just, you know, I, I'm at the point now where, like, unless a girl, like, grabs me by the dick, I'm not making a move. I just don't, I don't know if it's fear of rejection or fear of getting, like, reported to BuzzFeed, but I just, uh, I just don't hit on girls. I really don't. Mm. They have to be pretty aggressive for anything to happen. And she wasn't, so nothing happened. Don't you think some girls like the guy to be the one that makes the move? I mean... A million percent! That's why I don't get laid as much as I should. Because I feel you. Like, it's number one, it's like, you don't want to come off creepy. And number two, you don't want to, like, with this whole now, it's like, oh, he's a comic, and he did something, and he made a move, and I felt uncomfortable, and yada, yada. Uh, but yeah. but then there's the old like, well yeah you were a huge pussy and didn't try anything and I don't want a guy to you know so there's that you know it's uh like like back in the day I knew guys that would just constantly try for the girl same girl and eventually the girl would like be like okay let's hook up and then they would date and like they would date for years after that like. I guess that doesn't happen. Just down. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, I also think like I had a cold sore on my lip. Oh, no. So it, it's really hard to have game, to spit game when you have like a herpes one outbreak. So I had a whole uh, podcast plan of something like really crazy and psychotic and urgent that I wanted to talk about. Like I had a whole, yes, I was going to start the show with 25 minutes of just, Picture the most insane thing you can think of and then times it by five and how it's directly affecting my life. But then I just got a, a text from my wife saying, please don't talk about this on the podcast. It is urgent. Um, oh, no. 
Yeah. So, but I, and it had nothing to do with my marriage or my wife. It, it's like probably legally, I can't talk about it because I know she's in the, she's at the courthouse right now. I'll, I'll, I'll like leave it at that. Um, can, can you talk about a hypothetical story that involved a friend of yours? No, I, I, I have a feeling that like, man, I had a whole podcast. Yeah, any friends. Yeah, I had a whole podcast planned of things I wanted to talk about, but uh, I guess we're not going to talk about that anymore um, because I just got a text. Hey, please don't talk about this in the podcast. It is urgent. And right now my wife's at the courthouse. So I, 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 I'll just leave it at that. Anyway, okay. so so there goes the first 10 minutes. What, what's, what's urgent? <laughs> what's urgent? That she, um... Well, there was a huge crime that happened. A huge crime. It's all over the news. And, oh yeah, and and right. I'm involved in it. Well, no, I'm, I'm not involved in it, but uh, I didn't do anything. So, but I, you just but supplied I, you just supplied the body bags, right? It, right. Yes. <laughs> done. So, uh, yeah. Just so only I, part of the driver. So, You're just the driver. You weren't, weren't that involved in it. So oh. I guess I will talk about it on the next podcast. But anyway, Sean, how are you? Doing all right, man. Hanging in there. Same old, same old. Now, Don, you said you were not going to go to New York. You were like, fuck that. I'm not going to New York. Uh, John Jones is out. And then I see a picture of you with Trump with your arm around Trump, but yeah. it's, it's in black and white. Uh, what What's going on? Yeah. Well, uh, Lisa, you know, my, my girlfriend, um, uh, she changed it from blue. The whole thing was blue. So she changed it from blue to black and white so that you could see it better because it was really dark being in blue. All right. But you came, you you, you went to the fight. Neon, blue neon lights. So. You went to the fights. Did you and Trump talk or was this a picture? Uh, I, well, we talked a little bit, you know. He asked my advice on how to handle certain situations, you know, uh, along the, you know, along the planet. And, you know, I gave him the best that I think he can keep up with. <laughs> I actually believe that. Why do I actually believe that? Um... When you said it was black and white, I couldn't help but picture like there being a guy with some kind of flash powder standing there and a guy under a curtain taking a picture of Don and uh, <laughs> 1880s picture. Um... Yeah, back in the old days. <laughs> like the first time we took a photo. Well, I guess we'll talk about the fights. Uh now, did you think the main event with 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 Jerry? Do you think that was stopped early? Don? I did. I think they were all stopped early. I think they were all stopped early. But you got to do that nowadays because, uh, especially this, you know, this style of fighting, because you know, you can go from early to over to, to vicious, you know, or extreme, extreme. Um, Extreme viciousness or danger, you know, extreme danger in just a minute of a second, you know. It's not like boxing to where, you know, you, you got to pepper the guy a few times. Now, now Sean, I'm, I'm with you. Like, the problem was that they interviewed him afterwards, and he's like, yeah, I was out. And then everyone was like, okay, well, if he said he was out, he was out. But it did seem like he wasn't right. – like, the fight yeah. was stopped way early, and – uh you got to give him at least a little bit of a chance to recover. 
No, Sean, what your thoughts? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's tough, I man, when it's that fast. And uh, everything in a cage like that in the fight's faster than it looks like it is on TV. So I'm sure he was – I'm sure he thought he was out, and maybe he was. But I thought either he was, a, was like a flash knockout and he was right back trying to wrestle again or – but you know, like Don said too, if he hadn't, if he hadn't came to and then was sitting there just getting blasted in the face, everybody'd be talking about it was late, you know. But um, I was shocked that he lost. I, I the last three fights I put on the internet on my Facebook, I said I guarantee you these three fights, like for sure. And I picked the last three wrong, like all three I was completely wrong on. So I was like, uh, everybody bet. It's like I'm gonna give you some of my money if I win. I was like, well, that's how I know you're gonna lose now. Which you're <laughs> <laughs> you know, anything for it, but uh, because I said if I bet I'll lose, but yeah, I was wrong on um, on all three of them, man, like completely wrong. So, Bill, what did you think? Well, let me ask you, you guys, did you ever fight someone where they went out but they came back and they ended up beating you, or have you ever fought someone that went out and they kept fighting like they, like you said, a flash, flash knockout? Does that happen a lot in the UFC or when you're fighting people? Uh, it never yeah, happened. That's, like, that's what happened with Ken Shamrock. Oh, yeah? So go ahead, sir. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it happen a lot, but I, I've never had it happen to me. But, yeah, I saw, I remember Chet Congo and Pat Barry, if you guys remember oh, that. Fight, where Chet Congo was out three or four separate times. Uh, and they should have stopped it. And then he throws a wild right hand and knocks out Pat Barry. And then afterward, Pat Barry's mad. Like, why? You know, you didn't stop it four different times when, you know, I dropped him. But, uh of course, Pat wasn't getting up from that knockout, so I guess he couldn't have said that his was early, you know. And Don, you hit Chan Shamrock so hard he went out. You hit him again, and he, he like came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he, um, you know, that's what happens with heavyweights. You wake him back up with a second hit. But he said he he was not awake until like about a minute or so later when we were on the floor, and he had me in a heel hook. You know, that's oh. when he said he came to. Well, wow, that's when you know he's the most dangerous man when he doesn't even know what he's doing and he has you in a heel hook. That's yeah, yeah, insane. yeah. He's about to kill you. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah, though, I'll tell man. you what, Ken, Ken is dangerous. He... Yeah, yeah, very dangerous. I'll tell you though, Jerry's one of those guys. He's phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. He is a hundred percent. I mean, Pereira's one of these guys. that's so frustrating because he's got so much power. But he looks like he's losing the fight. Both the fight, that fight and the Aspinall fight, like the guy had the other guy hurt, and then he rushed in, and then he got knocked out. Um, they always used to say in boxing, like, a wounded animal is when it's most dangerous. Um, but Don and Sean, how hard is it for you not to resist when you have a guy hurt just finishing him? Sean. I was usually the guy hurt, so I don't know. They usually didn't wait. Uh, I was less dangerous, far less dangerous once I was hurt uh, or tired. But, uh, yeah, no, it is a natural instinct when you see a guy. Because when you, when I fought, man, I just wanted it over with. Like, I just – I was in such a – I was never happy I won. I was relieved when it was over, you know, like it's more feeling of relief, you know. So, like, I, if I hurt somebody, I would immediately go for the kill. But uh, I did hit a guy after he was out a couple times – actually like six times before the ref stopped it. And he had a seizure and almost died, like stopped breathing oh, in the cage. So I didn't fight for like almost a year after that. I was like, I'm never doing this again, man. It was like my third fight, you know, fourth fight. I was like, I don't ever want to do this again, man. Um, and then they offered me enough money. I did it again, but um, <laughs> and it wasn't even that much money. Like it's like $700. Like, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and kill somebody for $700. But yeah, it's uh, 
Yeah, I know. That's a terrible feeling, man. When you hurt when you hurt somebody like that, and then when they when the EMT guys come in and like his family's there and he's not breathing, they're pumping on his chest and stuff, and you're just standing there thinking, "I just did that to that guy." You know, like it's a terrible. And, but ter- then don't you? But then you see guys sometimes are like, "I'm gonna kill this guy," or "I'm gonna murder him," or Sean's right. like, "If I can get away with murder, I I do it in a second every day." Do you <laughs> think they're being serious, or these people are just? I believe Sean Strickland when he says that. Probably not any of the rest of the guys, but yeah, I, I do believe. Uh, yeah, strong Sean Strickland and OJ Simpson. I believe both of them. If they uh, if they were to say they wanted to kill somebody, that was a joke from the nineties. OJ never killed anybody. OJ never killed anybody. He's still looking for the killer. You know? of, of course, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. Damn. I one hundred, one hundred percent. So, uh, but all right. So then, also, what happened was uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, Sean goes. I wish I could be on DraftKings, but I but they won't let me. How did how did you get banned from what? DraftKings? Yeah, I, I tried to sign up one night, and I'm probably saving me money by not being able to sign up. But I tried to sign up one night. I used to use my local bookie until I got a message from uh, his son that said, "Hey, if my dad texts you, don't uh, don't respond back." His phone got seized, and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Well, why would he?" Number one, if you got a burner phone, why would my name and number be in it in my text? The whole point of having a burner phone is to erase the text, you know? Um, But, uh, yeah, so I tried to sign up for DraftKings instead, and uh, they said, after a minute, it said, sorry, you're a former professional athlete. At DraftKings, we don't allow former, you know, athletes or whatever. And then, uh, so I had to start betting with James Krause instead. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. Because Sean goes, man, I wish they'd allow me on DraftKings. These three are gonna win, and then, he, <laughs> and then they, and then all three of them got fucking murked. That's why I said, yeah, I was said that never been so sure in my life. It was a lock, those three, and uh, yeah. Um, Don, what was the atmosphere like? Because what when uh when they announced Trump and he walked in with Kid Rock and Tucker Carlson. First of all, how do you, how are you not in that line? And Dana, like that, you should have been the first one there. That's bull, that's complete. Bull Don bull. should have been leading them to the cage. Yeah. Um, right. What was the atmosphere right. like? Well, I tell you what, it was, it was phenomenal because I walked into the arena and they just went nuts. Boom. And I was like, yeah, finally I'm getting the reception I deserve, you know? And then, then, then they show, you know, President Trump up on the screen. And, ah, <laughs> shit. You know, so. It would have been funny if they had like Rudolph Yankovic or somebody even more like, 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 Don's, more like Don's like, fuck yeah, it's me. And then it's like, <laughs> it's like that Salt Bay guy or something, you know, someone who's not fucking Don Fry. Now, Mackenzie Dern is so frustrating because, you know, she was a jujitsu prodigy. She, Tapped out Gabby Garcia, which I guess they don't have weight classes in Jiu Jitsu. I, I, I thought they had weight classes, but then she keeps switching camps. And I know people that train with her, and they're like, Yeah, she's great, but then she'll just leave. Just one of these people that just. So now she's on her like seventh coach, and whoever's coaching her now needs to go because she looks so. She, much- she needs to be fired. That dumb son of a bitch, whoever's teasing her, ain't working her hands. Should not be um, allowed to watch a fucking fight, you know, because they know absolutely nothing. Her oh. fucking hands are down and her chin is up. Well, the what exact was, opposite you, of how you're supposed to fight. Were you yelling during the fight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, does no good. I mean, she's going to listen to me. I was, I was in there talking with the other people, you know, in the area. Now that it's summer, you might be looking for wholesome, 
convenient meals for sunny, active days. I, I know I am, okay? And Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Not number two, number one. It can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you. Well, with Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The Factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. Although when I do stuff in two minutes, my wife complains, okay? But not with Factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious, dietitian approved, calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's 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 nothing. That's you burn that off. I don't know, jogging. All right. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer. I do. We'll try the protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look at look at these guns, people. All right. So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's, she's adorable. All right. No more biting. Got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And check out Factor right now. And we're laughing. We're laughing about you know how how shitty her her uh, style is. You know, I mean every even the fucking ten year old kids recognize that her chin is up and her hands are down, and, and that's not beneficial in a fight girl. I mean, Sean, she says she got emotional. I mean, a can woman you get- getting emotional. I don't buy it. <laughs> that sounds uh, crazy. Can you uh, get emotional funny. and all your yeah. out the window? Well, in my experience, that's usually the way it is with women. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> I would just say if you've switched coaches seven times, it's kind of like you you might be what's the common denominator? You know, right. like it reminds me when I was a kid, uh, my little brother would have friends over and he had like nine different friends come over. They got caught smoking like cigarettes when they were like nine. And they'd be like, can you believe uh, your little brother's friend got him to smoke again? It's like, well, there's that's the ninth friend that got him to smoke at our house. You know, like yeah. it might be him that's getting people to smoke. But yeah, it's um, dude, she looked her jab looked good standing up. But that was it. Everything else looked like she had never boxed before at all. Like anything she followed it up with, you know, like every now and then she'd throw a little jab. Be like, oh, that was pretty good. But then she just started. Not only that, but you're so wild. far and away like the best jujitsu person. And you're yeah. going as a girl who has nothing but power. And who's gotten submitted the last couple fights? Like, why would you not use what you're good at? That I I can't understand these people that can't get some. You're a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I I know I'll never understand someone that can't get uh, another person to the ground. Like, if you don't care what position you land in, I'm pretty sure, like Adam, you could get me off my feet if you didn't care if you ended up on bottom. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's if you just dive in. You could get on the ground and as good as McKenzie is on the ground, that's what she should let her have her back if she, you know what I mean? Like if it gets her to the ground, instead of standing up waiting to get knocked out, you know? So Bill, does it bother you as a black belt to watch that? 
I mean, look, people always want to be they. Everyone wants to be tougher, whether you're a man or woman. You want to be able to outstrike people. You know what I mean? I feel like all the best jiu-jitsu guys always have a point where they want to prove that they can outbox or outstrike someone. And and for me, you know, I, I, I would just, if I was in that position, I would want to take the easiest route possible and lie on my back and see if I could choke someone from a, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was telling Sean, man, one of the funniest things with Jared Gordon, who, uh, so after he wins, he knocks out Mark Madsen, who Mark Madsen's an Olympian wrestler. Like, yeah. I think he's from from Denmark, but he was a uh, Greco Olympian. And he, of course, he doesn't use his wrestling at all. He's going to be a wrestler. He didn't he didn't take a shot. Maybe he took one shot. But after Gordon wins, he goes, man, I used to do heroin at MSG. <laughs> like, and now look at me. <laughs> and it was like, God, were you wow, there for that? What a, what a great training. That's a great training strategy. Yeah. God, were you there for that or no? Yeah. Yeah, I was there. What were yeah. you thinking? What, 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 like what, I said, what, I, I came in. I came in at the same time President Trump came in. So, oh, you know, got, it. Um, <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. I think Adam met where you there when he was doing heroin at MSG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, who do you think sold it to him? Shit. I got I to gotta fund myself somehow, you know. <laughs> that would be much in the UFC back then. That'd be a really funny sketch where, like, you know how, like, they have, like, you, like, you do so many drugs, and all of a sudden Don Fry pops up? That's when, like, you're at your final level of, like, like you're so high. Start training. <laughs> um, all right. So, in MMA news right now, uh, so there's, uh, right now, what's-his-name is fighting with uh, our, our man Sean Strickland. Is uh fighting with where is he? Um, do, 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 do. oh, Bullet Valentina. So Sean, so Paige Van Zant says she made more money on OnlyFans than she has in the UFC. I think she made more, more money on, in one day on OnlyFans. And um, if you look at her on OnlyFans, she's uh, you can see why she's she's hot. She's got a bunch of porn stars with her. She's pretty much naked. You can see almost everything. Uh, who knows? I mean. On, on one hand, you're like, man, this girl was like, in some ways, destined for somewhat mainstream success on Dancing with the Stars, beautiful face, <laughs> all-American girl, just, you know, yeah. a fighter, beautiful. And now you're like, man, did, does she really need to put putting fingers up her asshole on camera? But <laughs> look, if that's what she wants to do. Anyway, so what's his <laughs> name? Uh, that's what she wants to do. Give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'll supervise. So Sean Strickland writes, basically, he goes after it. He he, he basically says, uh, well, him and Valentina Shevchenko got into it. Paige Van Zandt, she made more on OnlyFans 24 hours. Number one, you were signed because you're hot. Two, women's MMA is lame. Three, Whoa. three, men will pay more to see you naked than to watch you fight. Stay in school. Well, that's true. Stay in school, kids. Fighting sucks. Uh, <laughs> So that's what he writes. Any uh, thoughts from the peanut gallery? Don, thoughts on this? You said pretty much got it down to science. Man. Good, <laughs> good, good answers, I'll tell you that. Well, well, you, don't think women's, you don't think women's ever... It's funny, it, it's, funny that, it's funny that he's the world champion, you know, giving that advice. You know, trying to, trying to keep the... Uh, you know, 
keep keep uh, the up-and-comers down, you know? Tell them, no, you don't want to do this. Go away. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Well, oh, that's what you got out of it? I mean, but uh, I don't think women's <laughs> MMA sucks. Uh, no. That, that's, that I, I don't just, think you've watched you enough know, of it. Yeah. <laughs> They have, yeah, they, but generally on the UFC cards, they generally have the better fights, you know? Sometimes, sometimes they do. And I just don't, and Paige Van Zandt, look, um, whether or not she's better at OnlyFans and fighting, I mean, she was what, ranked number five, 15 in the world in mm -hmm. fighting at one point, right? Is she 15 in the world on OnlyFans? Like, probably not, right? That's, <laughs> um, so. I don't know. She made that I much mean, money in one day. Yeah. They're, they're, there's a finite amount of men who want to watch women fight. There's an infinite amount of men who want to jerk off to women on OnlyFans. Okay, so you're saying there's a lot more of a uh, yeah. Got it. So bullet yeah, Valentino. There, there's a man. There's a man speaking the truth. <laughs> so, so Valentina Shevchenko. How much money do you spend every month doing that? <laughs> <laughs> so Shevchenko writes interesting unpack here. That looks more like an offended kid who got less money in his entire fighter career than female fighters do. And then crying emoji. Good try. Maybe UFC will see that and add some cash to your purse next time. But for now, naked is you are. What? <laughs> boy, she got him. I don't know how you respond to that. <laughs> yeah, boy. Boy, he may, Sean Strickland may never make a comeback on that. He may never come out of his basement. <laughs> I'd have been like, I'd have responded, you're the one who carries a purse and just left it back. But. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, yeah, so these two are fighting. And now, uh, basically, Strickland took the higher road, kind of. And, um, and he said that uh, he wants, he says he's a better hunter than Shevchenko. Um, so they're going to go hunting now together. Uh, so <laughs> who is? Who is? Shevchenko. Who is? Shevchenko. Sean? Yeah, Sean and Shevchenko are going to go hunting now. Yeah, there's no fucking way I'd get in the woods. There's no way I'd get in the same woods with her with a gun in her hand after fucking insulting her. What the fuck is he thinking? <laughs> uh, good point. Then Russians, then Russians never forget. They never forget. <laughs> I thought Don was going to say he'd never get in the woods with Sean Strickland after saying he's always just wanted to murder somebody if he could get away with it, but he's more afraid of Shevchenko, which makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're damn right. You're damn right. Uh, man, so the, that's what's going on there. Uh, did you guys watch Game Bread MMA last Friday? I did. You did? Oh. Yeah. Nice. All right, so it was Bare Knuckle MMA, which is uh, Jorge Masvidal's company, Don. Mm -hmm. The main event was Alan Belcher versus Roy Nelson. Um, I didn't see the fight, but I heard Nelson got robbed. Is that what happened, Sean? I thought it was fairly close, man. I was amazed, and I'm not trying to lie. I like Alan Belcher. I don't know him real well, but um, Alan Belcher a couple months ago looked like a pro bodybuilder. Like, I don't know, like, what juice he was on or what, but he was, like, ripped, and he was still in pretty good shape now, but I didn't even know what the weigh-ins. I was like, wait, that's not Alan Belcher, you know, when I saw it, like, it – I don't know. Like, I don't know if he like beefed up to fight heavyweight or what, but like he was, uh, he's on my Facebook and I see him and I was like, he got in phenomenal shape, man. Like yeah. probably like 3% body fat. Now he's probably like at seven, but still it's uh yeah. Surprised me, but yeah, it, uh, it's um, <laughs> it was back and forth. I, a lot of people thought Nelson won, man. I don't know. It was tough to uh, tough to pick it for me. So um, I'll tell you what though, the Jason Knight 
Jason Knight is never in a boring fight. He's a guy they called Hick Diaz, right? He's yeah. from, uh, he's from, was he from Tennessee or Mississippi? And this dude, so he fights uh, Randy Costa. It was, it was a banger uh, for as long as it lasted. But let me see if I can show you guys. Because this fight. It was brutal, man. It was, I mean, he can't keep fighting like this. Uh, because he's not going to. All right. I mean, I don't know how much teeth he has to begin with, so I guess you can say you can knock out all his teeth. But okay, so here's here's what happened. You, can you guys see this? Yeah. yeah. A minute. Yeah. So he tags. Oh, there, he tags Costa. Right there. Look at this. Look at this kid. Yeah, that'll do it. I mean, that is brutal. Uh, so that was, uh, what did you think? Yeah, about he looked rough that? afterward, man. He looked, he looked really bad after man. I mean, and, and he's, and he's good. He's so he's a, he's a good fighter, but, uh, fuck man. This is that, that's gotta be the, probably the hardest way to make a living in the world is to be a bare knuckle MMA fighter. Um, yeah. then Hector Lombard, who, uh, mm. who looked good. He fought a pro boxer in MMA. Uh, it didn't last very long. I'll we'll, here. Here it is. Sort of get that range back. There's Hector and strike from a distance to close that. Oh, big left goes in for the takedown. Right underneath. And now the most vicious thing you will see from Hector if he can settle into this mound is going to be his elbow. Well, everything. <laughs> Hector, great on top. His. And here we go. He just wants to be in this fight yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's out. He's back. He tapped the strikes the guy. Because uh, I, I, he didn't seem like he was very prepared for MMA, the guy he fought. Hector Lombard, I heard a story about him one time at, at the gym where a guy was uh, talking shit. They got into a fight. Hector chased him around with a bow and arrow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lombard lost that fight, right? They, they called a DQ for hitting him in the back of the head. Really? Really? Yeah, at the end of the fight, they stood up and Lombard thought he won, and they went out, brought him out, and they raised the other guy's hand, called a DQ for strikes. Oh, to the head, so. oh come yeah. on. Like, yeah, I think he hit him, hit him at least once in the back of the head, but it should have been a warning or a point. It shouldn't be like yeah. just obvious disqualification because the guy was done when he hit him. Yeah, so. Oh, man. And then here we go. Another, another uh, our friend right here who was uh, Alex Nicholson. Who I think he's uh, he was he this guy's had a crazy career. He's the guy that basically was like in the UFC. He was known as Mike Perry's friend. He got in a, a little trouble back in the day because Perry was fighting an Asian guy, and he's like, "Don't worry, he can't see you. His eyes are <laughs> or something." Uh, and then he got suspended from the PFL. I guess he they had he has he had some stuff in him, but like he had he's a nice guy. Like I've hung out with him a bunch of times. The guy couldn't be more humble and nicer. Uh, and he's fought this guy, Prince McLean, uh, who probably had the dumbest strategy. When Alex against oh, Alex Nicholson, knee in the so this, is, this didn't go very long. Oh, yeah, right, he's a super athlete. Ooh, he runs oh. McLean. McLean. McLean's been training stand up with Mackenzie Dern. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean, oh. you let him punch him six more times. I know, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. You know, the best part of that fight was afterward. Uh, Alex called Junior Dos Santos a pussy, like out of nowhere. Like that's like that's, it had nothing to do with anything. 
He's like, what's next for you? He's like, oh, whoever they want. Oh, by the way, Junior Santos is a pussy. Like, it just out of nowhere. I was like, wait, what? I'm like, what's that have to do with anything? Why would he? Why would he say that? I don't know. I don't. I don't think why he wants. He? To fight, I don't think he wants to fight Junior. Not the new roided up version of Junior. I oh don't know man, if him, man. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think Alex. I think he'll fight anybody. That dude's just yeah. He's insane. I, I, I bet he would. But uh, Junior looks better physically now than he ever looked in the UFC, man. And he's fifty-eight, but. I, w- I went to church for the second time in my life. Uh, Bill, you a big? Ch- Did you really convert to Judaism for a girl, Bill? Yeah. She's, okay. Yeah, I did. He talked about you talk because me and Bill. First of all, me and Bill did a show on Wednesday night, right? So the the main guy, the main guy who showed is he's killing it right now on Instagram and Twitter. He's just he's he went from like you never heard of him to selling out everywhere. Uh, and it, he doesn't just like, he does a lot of stool humping, right? He's a funny guy. But he, he humps a lot of stools, but he's like now humps audience members. So he, he brings up girls in the crowd and just starts banging them like, like on stage, like not oh, ain't gonna last long. Fuck it. It's <laughs> a good way to open yourself up to a fucking assault church. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to make sure his 15 minutes of fame are only 10. Like he's so, sure. yeah. But people are loving it. And the crowd is like mostly Mexican with like face tattoos and like, uh, you know, wife beaters and stuff. So Bill, Bill, it's like, so I, I go on before him, luckily, right? Because he goes on. Once he goes on, it becomes like a, it's a fucking circus, right? The comic after yeah, him. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure the, the stage is a little slippery and sticky at the same time, right? <laughs> so what Bill goes up next and Bill's like, oh, now I got to do my humping bit, right? Like, so he, <laughs> he, he, he writes a five minute humping bit just for the show, right? And I'm like, I'm like, well, if you're going to do it, I'm going to stay, right? So, so Bill, somehow he's wearing his girlfriend's panties and he takes them out. Like, somehow. What, he had a thong on. Like, what, what happened, Bill? <laughs> what do you mean what happened don't you wear girls panties sometimes why did you like why did you have your girlfriend's because all of a sudden you're holding her panties and she's like next to me going oh those are mine but you didn't sleep with her uh so what why did you have her panties like what just wear your underwear i have a bit a bit that was my closer 10 years ago it's very hacky but i was like this is the hackiest audience in the world I'm going to do my hacky closer about turning gay at the gym. Oh, okay. Cause that's what, it, right, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so me and Bill did that. Me and Bill did that show. Uh, but what was I, there was something before that, right? It was something like we did that. Uh, forgot. I, why was I talking about this? Oh, and I was talking about before the show, Don fucking calls. Oh no. So Bill's on stage and says, I converted for a girl to Judaism. Is Is this true? Yeah. Why? Well, I thought we were going to get married, and her family was, you know, they kind of required it. And, uh, you know, I like, I fuck with juice. I like juice. So I was, you know, I just, I started taking classes, and then eventually I, I was like, oh shit, this is really happening. And they take a pin, they lance your dick, they Wait. take your blood, they put it in a vial in some vault, and they use it for their space lasers. I have no idea, but I can, I can make that joke because I'm Jewish now, by the way. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it's very really weird. Usually, it's just people convert, usually people convert to religion because of God. You, you did it because of a woman, huh? <laughs> <laughs> how how hot was this girl that you had that you converted to Judaism for? I mean, she's not even that how rich. She's not even that. She's not that hot. I was just in love. I was stupid and in love, you know. How rich was she? 
It's not a bird. It's not a plane. It's a ball trimmer sent from space. Gentlemen, our friends over at Manscaped have been working night and day to bring you a below the waist grooming experience like none other with their brand new performance package 5.0 Ultra featuring the lawnmower 5.0. We're talking about a next generation trimmer with interchangeable blade heads for whatever shave your mind can imagine. That's right. Upgrade your grooming game to the Ultrasphere this year by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code MMA Roasted. High tech for low places. Manscaped. I'm telling you, people, I use Manscaped all the time. My balls feel amazing. Amazing. Okay. If you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend and they put their balls, you or you put your balls in their mouth, okay? Or they put their balls in your mouth, whatever it is, okay? You want your balls, you want them, you want them shaved, you want them feeling good. It's just, it's a whole new experience, okay? AI is cool, but I think this might be the biggest technological advancement the world has seen in the past decade. Now, every man knows how scary it is when going for a close shave. Oh my God, I've I've cut myself. It's it's horrible. And then the whole day you're like, ugh, just just not feeling good it's just just shaving like your your balls are just uh it's and you're wearing boxers and it's just going against you and you're like uh not good not good okay their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade for go smooth whenever your heart desires okay i'm telling you they also have the weed whacker 2.0 which features skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Very delicate. Okay, so get 20% off plus free shipping with the code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. 20% off plus free shipping with the code MANSCAPED at, no, with the code MMAROASTED at manscaped.com. I promise you, you've never seen a ball trimmer look like a spaceship. Get yours today with our folks at Manscaped. You're, people, you're going to thank me when you have nice, shaved balls that feel really good. Check it out. Manscaped. You're right. There's a pussy move. It's a liberal cock move. God damn it. So, so anyway, some crazy stuff happened over the weekend, and I actually went to church. So I went to church uh, with my wife, my second time in church, right? And obviously, I'm I'm Jewish, but, but you know, so we, 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 like, go there. And first, and the guy starts doing crowd work. They do crowd work in church, the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> he starts saying, he's like, a lot of you guys are, he goes, I remember what I was like before I found Jesus, before Jesus. And, and a lot of people here, they, uh, you know, they're also, I, we know what they were like before Jesus. Like you, this, and this starts pointing to people like, man, you look like you've been through some shit. Like he starts heckling the fucking, <laughs> like, like what? Um. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was crazy. Uh, like that guy also converted to Christianity for a woman, probably. Would be my guess. And became a pastor. And yeah. then he was like, "Some yeah. churches." Then he's like, "Some churches don't let you in." He goes, uh, "You know the. You know they're like country clubs. They're like, oh, we have enough members." And and some churches, like he starts going making diss tracks about other churches. Is this? Oh is, man. Is this Sean? How often do you go to church? <laughs> I haven't been a long time, but I grew up in churches. I went more to the ones that were uh, 
like uh, you're going to hell if your hair's over your ears or over your collar, like the you know the crazy where like give you a bunch of rules that you got to follow, you know. So uh, yeah, we never had anybody doing any crowd work, but that's awesome. Usually it was just like the pastor would be having sex with somebody at the church, like uh, the secretary or whatever, and the church was about to fall apart, so they'd bring in a guest pastor for six weeks while they search for a new one. That happened like four different times at my church. So. What about oh, you? Who, how did that was secretary look like? Shit. <laughs> Don, how often grew up at church, Don? Uh, I, I'm with Sean. I grew up in a, you know Southern Baptist. I haven't been haven't been in a long time. You know. Yeah. No, I uh, liked it, but he was like, and then he then he then he said some people he called uh, being scared of going to hell fire insurance. Is that have you ever heard of that before? No. He's like, no. some of you guys are just coming here for fire insurance. I was like, oh god, like, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, no, but I happen to like was, it. Was it selling it? merch after the show, like t-shirts, like fire insurance? He's probably selling some t-shirts in the back if you guys with a cross on them. If you guys want to want to buy them, is my well, that's a good I, reason. That's a good reason. You know, it's a good reason to, to buy insurance not to go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> it's available. What's the, what's the what's the price on that stuff? <laughs> but there was a uh, but there was obviously some good lessons, and I, I enjoyed it. I'm happy. I'm, you know, look, man. Right now, it's so bad out there for kids that I think them having any kind of religion is a really good thing. Is a really really good thing. So uh, I, I support it. So I got a I got an email. Adam, huge fan of your comedy and the podcast. I heard a story I thought you might appreciate it. While at ASU, Don wrestled a guy from OU, Kyle Presley, and they started throwing punches in the middle of the match. Tom Erickson runs out and breaks it up. They finish the match, and Don won. Uh, Don, do you remember this? <laughs> yeah, that was at Okie State, not ASU. I was at Okie State. Uh, Okie State versus OU, yeah. But why did you start throwing punches at the guy during a wrestling match? I don't know if he headbutted me or something, you know, heavyweight match. And, you know, we get OU versus OSU's one hell of a, you know, um, uh, she's, um, the, old, the girlfriend's phone's over there whistling around. Um, so <laughs> it's got one hell of a, uh, of a you know, fight. All the way back, you know, to 150 years, you know, so shit. And so uh, I don't know if he hit, but be what he did. So I just said, "Fuck it," you know. I swung. So you hit him? In, <laughs> so did you punch him in the face? Yeah, shit, partner. That was, was 35 years ago. Crammy, I don't remember. Did he punch you know? him back? <laughs> I don't remember. You'll have to look <laughs> it up on the internet. I'm sure it's on the internet. I'm looking for it right now. <laughs> Probably, probably 1989, 1989, OU versus OSU. Yeah. People keep emailing me random shit about Don's life, and then Don doesn't remember any of it. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a great story. Hey, Don, I heard you fucking knocked out three aliens and uh, had sex with their wives back on uh, Jupiter. Holy right? shit, I don't remember that. <laughs> no, that, that I do remember. That, yeah, that one I do, yeah. That was fun. So this week in Bellator, uh, this week in UFC, uh, there's actually some good fights, and also in Bellator, uh, it's Amasov who's 27 and 0. Uh, he's their champion against Jason Jackson. Uh, Jason Jackson beat 
Douglas Lima beat Paul Daly, beat Dan Henderson. Amasov beat Logan Storley, who's a, a monster. So that's going to be a good fight. Uh, and then Patchy Mix is taking on Sergio Pettis. Uh, Danny Sabatello is taking on Rufion Stotts. Good fights. Good fights and really good fights in Bellator. Sean, you going to watch? <laughs> Probably not. I, I thought they were out of business. Wasn't 300 their last one? I thought they said that was it. Like they, I thought. Like I literally thought they said 300 was their last one. Well, so they went from no network at all. They're not even on, what are they broadcast on YouTube now? Like what are they doing? I think doing? they're done after this year. I think oh, they I, I, yeah, I yeah. thought yeah, Showtime shut them down. I thought it was just over. Yeah. No, no, it's still going on. Uh and then in the UFC, it's Paul Craig who goes by the Bear Jew. His name is the Bear Jew. Um <laughs> he also <laughs> converted for a for a bear. <laughs> yeah, with, with a ball bat. Yeah, a bear and a bat. Would you convert to Judaism for a woman? <laughs> no, but if I was trying to make it in Hollywood, I would. Oh, Hollywood? No, oh, thank yeah. you. <laughs> not anymore. Hollywood is all pro Hamas now. Dude, you're not. You're not even kidding. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I saw three hundred thousand people attacking the White House the other day, and I said, I thought that was an insurrection. I'm confused. There's 300,000 pro-Palestinian yeah. people trying to rip down the fence at the White House. Not a word of it on the news. Like, I didn't see a word of it anywhere on the news. I just see it on Twitter. I was like, uh, that's uh, that's interesting, man. It, it, it's insane right yeah, now. Yeah. It's, it's, when you're so woke, you're lining up with the Nazis. That's like, that's amazing. Like, that's like, that's you went really woke when you're agreeing with Hitler. So It's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> I just feel bad. People are like, Hamas is a bunch of animals. And I'm like, what did animals do? Like, I fucking, <laughs> I fucking, I fucking love animals. Yeah. Like, like, why do, why yeah. do animals always get a bad rap? Yeah, animals are bad. Animals don't, animals don't act like that. Those savages do, but animals don't. Yeah, you know, like, leave animals alone. Those are fucking savages. So Paul Craig uh, is taking on Brandon Allen. That's going to be a good fight. Uh, also Chase Hooper, he's the kid that was like 16 when they signed him. Remember, he had like no striking, he was like <laughs> he just rolling heel hooks, just rolling heel hooks all the time. Jiu he's fighting the guy Jordan Leavitt, he's the guy that always twerks after he wins and like does splits and humps people. You know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I, I, I thought you were talking about Bruce Buffer. <laughs> I thought you said after he wins, Bruce Buffer does the splits and twerks. <laughs> so those two are those two are fighting. Uh and then uh oh by the way, we have a couple guests coming on. Uh we have Jamel Jones, who uh a great wrestler, wrestled for the PFL, uh won his last couple fights quickly. And then I invited a um a uh a Jewish dominatrix to do nice. the podcast. Um she she doesn't really have any uh thing to do with fighting, <laughs> but but you knew I converted. Oh, you're like, oh, come on. Push it harder. harder. <laughs> you're boring me. <laughs> that was the best impression I've ever in my life. Hit, hit, hit me again. Hit me again. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if she comes on the podcast. I definitely invited her. I had to send her a thing of the show. Um, uh, <laughs> wanted to see the show. Her name is Lila Stern. Um, oh, Stern is she? She's a Jewish dominatrix. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's I swear to God's my favorite. Dude, dude, you, know, <laughs> you know, if, if she was just a dominating Jew, that'd be redundant. 
So we have Sean. Sean is a quarter Jewish, according to him. Whatever yeah. Sean gets in trouble with, he's a quarter of. So if he makes a black <laughs> joke, he's a quarter black. If he's an Indian, he's a, but but yeah, no. There's this girl, Lila Stern. She's a Jewish dominatrix. She was uh, she was in a couple of movies. She's pretty hot, actually. Uh, she, but she says that she she said her thing is I'm a Venus in furs Jewish dominatrix, owner of Pink Dungeon, ruler of men. Oh. Uh, so we, I, I was like, sounds like most Jews I know. <laughs> <laughs> she'd be perfect for the. I thought she'd be perfect for the podcast. Uh, yes. So, so she's gonna be on the show. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Where, where did you, where did you happen to meet this young, fine young lady? Yet? She started following me on Instagram. I don't know why. Was it church? So started, was a church. He started following me on Instagram. So what's up, Jamel Jones? How's it going? How are you, my brother? This guy, this guy's a monster, by the way. You're here with Don Fry, Sean McCurkle, <laughs> Bill Dawes, Jamel Jones. He uh he's won his, his last fight, he won quickly. Uh knocked the guy out like th that was that wasn't crazy. That was really impressive, uh, by the way. That guy you, what I liked about you is that you hit him and then you just walked off. You didn't. Uh, no, those are the best. Yeah, yeah. Here, let me see if I can. Mark it. Hunt. The Mark Hunt. Yeah, here. <laughs> Fuck. So I got to get this code. Uh, better than a walk off in anything you do. Um. Did you did, did you know he was out? Is that is that why you did it? Or, or... yeah. Well, you know, we've been friends for a long time on um on social media and stuff. And before I was criticized because I beat the guy's head in after I knocked him out. But you don't stop until the ref pulls you off so now after knocking out people a couple of times i walked off on it <laughs> but do you have you ever been worried that like you're gonna walk off and the guy's still gonna be up not when i hit him uh here it is <laughs> no, I'm done. look at this so right here lucky for that guy he walked off that was nasty yeah who's that yeah oh, i thought he was going out for one more year come on you're gonna take another 10 <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was pretty crazy. Uh, how cold, mm. Don, Don? You ever hit a guy and just, just uh, walk off after you knock him out? Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's you know it's better. It's more insulting that way too. You know, <laughs> rather, rather than uh, when you keep you keep punching them or punching them or you know keep an eye on them or you just walk off, turn your back on them. Yeah, it's pretty insulting. But Don, don't you like to knock them out and then eat their heart when they're on the ground? <laughs> yes, of course. Now Beats I gotta say, I gotta <laughs> say, Jamel, I was reading your your stats. I had no idea of your wrestling credentials because all your fights are slugfests. And like they're just you just knocking people out. Uh, but your your record was holy shit. At a, you were eleven zero and zero at CU. You were a, a junior college national champion, right? Two times. Two-time, two-time Jersey State champion. Um, two-time Delaware State champion. I ended up. I was ranked number three in New my parents were divorced, so I wrestled in both states. Went back and forth. Um, I was number three in the country and took third in the state in New Jersey. Wow. <laughs> I got kind of upset after winning two national after winning two state titles, but it is what it is. I won Beast City twice Damn. that year, and and you know, yeah, it, it made me the man I am today. Yeah, I mean, and then and then, where do you train out of right now? Yeah, so I'm kind of doing my own thing, man. I, I'm 35 years old. I got a group of young guys that I manage, um, killers that um, 
I'm basically like doing fight camp stuff. Um, I'm in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, so I'm probably like one of the more known fighters. I go, I just gym hop. I go okay. wherever I need to go. Nice. And then uh, when's your next fight? Um, man, I'm trying to get signed to the UFC. I told them people are going to get hurt. I'm not playing games. I want to get paid. You know, I have got paid before and, and my contract with PFL, we didn't, we didn't, um, they didn't sign me again. I wanted to go down to light heavyweight and they wanted to keep me at heavyweight. So, um, we parted ways and, and I'm shooting for the UFC again, man. Like that's what I want. And that's what I'm going to show when I fight. Don, is it Don? Is that your stomach growling? Oh. What exactly is that noise, Don? Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? If I'm going to bet, I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay, visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. And bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.com. FanDuel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. Gambling help line ma.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. Are you uh, are you masturbating to oh, his that dog snoring? Oh. <laughs> uh, that was Quinn snoring. So your parents got divorced. Yes, sir. Dad moved out of Delaware, or mom. M yep, my dad went to a, a, a historically black college down there, Delaware State, and, and played football and wrestled also. Oh wow! So your dad had yes. you wrestling young. So what, how old were you when you started wrestling? I started um, in fourth grade, but my dad. When he was in college, I was always around it. He didn't bring me into it until um, a little bit later, but I knew what it was. Um, yeah, brought me in perfect timing. But you must have been really old. good if, like, you if you were ranked third in the country. Yeah, um, I spent twenty years number one from two thousand and one. From two thousand and one to like two thousand and twelve, I was I was one of the top wrestlers in the country. Wow. Well, that's that's eleven years, but fuck it, twenty is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Well, I after that, I, yeah, it is. I'm when I say twenty years, I'm in as an athlete, like I'm still oh, going yeah, yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So then, yeah. So, so then, and then you went to junior college. So your grades weren't that great, or it was. Yeah. So, you know, um, my mom, when I when I wrestled with my mom, I had a teammate on my team, 
named Jordan Burroughs. Oh, and um, we're, we went to the same high school. We were good. I tried to go Division One and stuff, but mom wasn't as hard as dad. And I lacked up on the grades a little bit. Um, I decided to go to junior college route because I met a guy named Duran Wynn. And we're like, let's go to the same college. Wow. And Dar Duran and I were college teammates and roommates and um, and partners. And we, we tore it up together. What was it like being a teammate of Jordan Burroughs? Oh, it was good. I was the, I was better, but now he's the goat. Really, you were better than Burroughs? <laughs> yeah, he only won one state title, you know. But he worked hard. I remember him lapping me, um, <laughs> like yeah, he was a one hundred three pounder, man, and um, you know, all the way up to one thirty five. And I've always been big, one eighty nine. Now your fight. Sometimes you get in the slugfest. Do you think you would have been undefeated if you just took to wrestling? Um, I had to do fifth grade twice, so I'm a slow learner. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good now. That makes because you're such a good wrestler. But I like Don. He's one of these guys that like he's such a good wrestler. But you could tell he's like I just want to punch someone in the face. I just want to punch someone in the face. I yeah. like it. I like it, man. Um, and that's why it was. You just got those wrestlers that that are meant to do it. You got these other guys in here. They like to wrestle around, and I really like putting hands on people. Um, you know what I mean? It's where I can act. You you sound a lot like that Jewish dominatrix, you know. Oh, yeah. uh, he has no idea. Right, so after you, we have a girl who's a Jewish dominatrix coming on the podcast. Allegedly, we'll see if she comes. Awesome. She, she likes to she likes she likes to punch guys. She likes to punch guys. Put hands on them too. Yeah. Thank, oh, thank you, <laughs> but yeah, you know, in fighting, they can't tame the beast and stuff. So in in life, we gotta be we gotta be civil. We have to um. We have to live by a code of conduct and stuff. And in the cage, I can just be wild. I can. I feel like it's the only place I can be black and wild and like a beast and like an animal, you know? So, yeah. That's awesome. So, Don, you must have been pretty black. <laughs> Did you ever watch Don's fight? Yeah. Uh, ever watch what? Uh, yeah, you ever watch Don's fight, Jamel? Oh, of course. He's a legend, man. 100%. I had to, Um, yeah, I had to come to my reality and... Yeah, you are um, pioneer of the sport, man. I got a guy that um, I trained with out here. Um, his name was Trevor Prangley, and, and I go back and I look at a lot of his older stuff. But I think he was a little bit after you. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Yeah, I like the goats. So, are you the only black guy in Idaho right now? Basically, <laughs> the only the only one doing right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have like a do you have like a farm? No, I got, I got, a, I just got me a house, man. I bought it, went up in value and stuff. I'm just here, me and my lady, nice. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, hiding out, no crime, gun toting, just live, <laughs> live life, man. How, how many uh, guns do you have? I, I'm getting my third one. I just keep my Glock 40 and, and my rifle. Don has 127 guns in his house. I, 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 I've been to his house every under every pillow. There's like four. <laughs> like the, the I've never seen anything like it before. It, it's uh yeah. it's, you, you wanna watch you like you, you wanna watch somebody panic and piss themselves, invite invite Adam to your house and pull out a gun. He was making me hold it. I feel like I was being molested. He's like, just hold it, you fucking shut just up. Hold it. Like hold it, hold it, hold it and stroke it, hold it and fight or, fight or stroke it. <laughs> You're like Don, it. where do you where do you live at? I live in Tucson, Arizona. 
what what are the gun laws there like they don't have many this is the oh, best yeah. state in the union best state in the union for guns yeah, yeah. yeah. uh so i live in Coeur d'Alene, idaho it's like a hidden gem man like everyone always oh you got potatoes no we got glocks <laughs> <laughs> yes, bill, you have any guns bill no man i'm i'm i'm, I'm a jew like you adam i'm afraid of guns yeah, I, I, dude, we're, 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 yeah. So, uh, so how long you been married for, Jamil? Man, I've been, this is my college sweetheart. So I've been dating her since 2010. And, wow. um, you know, I think we got married 2018, man. I almost like lost her in the process. She was, I met this Idaho girl. She was so good. I couldn't even believe it. Like, I thought all girls were bad. I'm from New Jersey by Philadelphia where we got raunchy chicks. And then like. I could not believe she was good. I didn't believe that this blonde liked me. I'm like, she likes what we do, but she don't like me. So right. like, it took me a long time to just come you to my kidding? senses. You're this fucking muscular fucking athlete. You probably got a huge dong. Like, why? Yeah, would I, I do. I do I, big facts. So <laughs> why would this girl not like you? I, I mean, yeah. you gotta be because it's Idaho. This we literally just had the KKK like early 2000s. Like, yeah, like Richard Butler, some crazy stuff. So like. You know, I know they're does, good people. Does their family stuff. like you? <laughs> yeah, oh. they love me. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta like you. Oh, well, come on. I mean, why wouldn't you like it? Like, your daughter is dating a fucking professional athlete who knocks people out for a living, and uh, you know, very makes makes your daughter feel safe. Uh, I'm, I'm sure yeah, they like. They're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> or maybe not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Is it like a get-out situation? They're trying to convert you to whiteism? Yeah, basically. And I'm like, dog, I am black. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> dude, like, it's okay. We're fine. It's the new generation. But they're good people, man. Like, Idaho has so many good people. It's just different. Like, you'd come up here for, and for you white guys people. are white. <laughs> well, you guys are white people with flavor. It's no flavor up here. It's like just nice white family community. <laughs> like, it's weird, kind of. Do you guys have kids? Yep, I got it. Got it. I just posted them. We got one son, um, and then I got a son I had in college. Um, so yeah, he's fourteen. So I got a fourteen-year-old boy, and I got a, a three-year-old boy. I'm a stay-at-home dad. Oh, nice. That, well, yeah. you're all, but you're also training. Wow. Yeah, one hundred percent. Job. Jeez. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> Never heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah. Long. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Speechless. Well, I mean, look, and you probably so you got a fourteen year old. Is, is he wrestling, playing football? Is he? He's playing football, straight savage. Yeah, and he, and he's in Idaho. Wow. You? No, he's in New Jersey. Yeah, gotcha. yes, how big is he? He big. big. He bigger, bigger than me. Really? That's really? Beautiful, man. Yeah, That's well, not cool. like mass, not mass wise, but he's taller. Already at fourteen, size fourteen shoe, fourteen years old. Oh shit. Yeah, money. So you're, you're looking at, at money and future on this kid, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, his mom and his stepdad take care of him in their lives. So, you know, I'm doing what I can do yeah. financially. And um, I wish my son the best, man. I'm here to guide him and stuff. Um, but yeah, he definitely has a future. His grandfather, my grandfather played um, for the Eagles. My dad was a two sport division one athlete. And then there's me. You know? cool. So wow. it's in the blood. We got those slave genes. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> Made for this. <laughs> Just when you think that the podcast couldn't be more ridiculous, uh, but uh, well, guy, for the record, it's a black guy that's 
insinuating that slavery wasn't so bad and that people benefited from slavery. It's a I black guy saying it. I'm not, I'm not really sure that's what he's saying, but okay, thank you. Thank you, Bill, for the fucking I said insinuating. Misinterpreting. He, he's talking about I live in Idaho. I can say some things to make all y'all uncomfortable. <laughs> that's awesome. Not me. So, not me. So you got two <laughs> knockouts. You got two knockouts. Uh, you got a manager looking to get you into the UFC? You got a good guy? Yeah, you know, you know um, so when I was signed to the PFL, I had one of the best contracts, man. I had a manager named um, Daniel Rubenstein. You might know him. Yeah, I know Daniel. And he gets you the most money, man. So I had Wait, to wait, out. wait, wait. Back up. Rubenstein with money? No, oh, don't wait. start. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he go, he's going to get the money and stuff. I like him a lot. So after I, I went to the PFL, I ended up um, – I made it to the semifinals. They they set me up to lose every time. And you talk about big wings. I fought this dude who's in the finals now. His name was Fernand Ferrer, Fernand Ferreira. Like I knew he was going to knock me out. This dude's six eight, the longest reach in all the MMA. I'm just a little guy, like fighting that heavyweight, not cutting weight. I did not want to fight this guy. And they're like, dude, you're making all this money. You're gonna fight him. And um, yeah, man. So um, I don't know where I really went, but um. So, so, so you had a manager. Oh, yeah. And I thought kind of Rubenstein was like doing me wrong, but he really wasn't. He got me the most money. He did his job. And then I had weasels come along from other management teams trying to get my money. And and I kind of like left him. And now I'm like begging them to come back. I'm like, you see this knockout? <laughs> I'm pretty good friends with Daniel. Do you want me to yeah, yeah. yeah, tell him like, I'm sorry. I love you. But no, no, we're good. We're good. I'm, I'm waiting for my contract right now. And Daniel's the real dude, man. He gets you the money. Um, you know, he's from Jersey. He's a wrestler. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just let other people talk to me and tell, give me false promises. And I'm such a badass. I'm like, F you, Daniel. I'm leaving. Right. And, and I shouldn't have. So we're back together now. Um, I ended up leaving my team, Sig Jitsu, Rick Little. I'm back. I'm back on good terms with him now. Good. All it took with me to do is knock a couple guys out and I get what I want. <laughs> well, Rick, Rick is great, though. Yeah, yeah. I, um, he's the best we have out here, though. But, um, you know, I'm not really going to just I, I just need oh, more. It's either that or a horse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, and look, I do the riding. So I, I just wanted a little bit more attention from Rick. You know, he had his hands full with his, with the, the Julianas and he was doing the ultimate fighter at the time. And that was a pivotal time in my life. I literally was fighting for a million dollars, the most money I ever made in MMA. And I think I was taking it more serious than he was. All right. Well, listen, you got you won two in a row. First, yes, all sir. first round stoppages. You're yes, sir. Exciting, you're exciting as hell. You're yes, wrestling on point. Uh, we got to be a little bit smart. Don't just go for the knockout. You, you, yeah. you, you have the advantage in wrestling. You have the oh, yeah. advantage. So mm. let's, you know. Oh, yeah. So the last fight, I went in there injured too. Like the only reason I didn't, fight, I didn't, um, I stood on my feet. I have wrestled guys in the past, and um, you know I've been fighting pro now for eleven years. So I used to go out and wrestle, take them down. I had no stand up. I started working with a couple of different boxers, and um, that's when I found out, man, I can knock some guys out on my feet. So I'm just trying to show the versatility. My first fight after PFL, um, I went up to Canada. I choked the guy out. I can do that. And then this fight, I didn't shoot. I put him on his butt. So I'll, I'm just trying to show the UFC. I'm trying to I'm trying to give them no reason not to sign me. Like, well, well they need heavyweights. They need, they need good heavyweights. They need exciting. Yeah. And, and now I'm back. 
I'm back down at 205 now. And, and, and I, or two. So, the uh, week, and I'm here, baby. I promise every time I want you to tune in, I, I got bad intentions. I'm going to walk off smiling. I will pray for their safety and stuff. But if you're on my way, I'm going to steamroll right through you. I'm going to get one of your shirts, too, by the way. That's well, well, my guy's going to get mad. And people got mad at me. That's my friend from high school that's doing it. And freaking, I'm putting out others where I don't get paid off those, man. Oh, then fuck it. I'm not getting it. Then. Yeah, that's what I, only want to, I only want to wear it that you get paid. Uh, uh, yeah, let, so, me, let me know when you put one out that you get paid at. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm in charge of those, too. <laughs> 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 no, look, Rubenstein don't do little money, man. You know, he's going to go. He's going to get you the big money so he can make his percentage and and. Now in this game, it's so many people that are in your pockets. I like how he does business. It's straightforward. And um, yeah, I told him if I sign with somebody, that's the only person I want to work with now, just um, because I know he's good. Well, listen, thank you. Where can people follow you? And I'm on Instagram, Jamel Jones. Yes, sir. Jamel Jones. Listen, Jamel Jones. Thank you, man. I hope you have a great week. And uh, nice talk to you, man. Nice talk. It was great, great talking to you, brother. Thank it's you. a pleasure, man. Um, y'all continue to be great, Adam. You keep killing these jokes, man. Like, you bring me so much humor. Um, I watch you all the time, brother. Thank you for having Thank me. You, much man. Love. Thank you. Much love back. Good luck to your son. Good luck to your yes, son. Too. Yeah. That was Jamel Jones. Nice guy. Nice. Guy. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So uh, I don't think the girl Lila Stern's coming on today. Uh, but uh, Sean left us anyway, and I, I really want to have Sean on, on that interview. Uh, <laughs> because I want to look at his face, but we will have the Jewish dominatrix on the podcast. I promise. I promise All you, right. we will get her. Uh, but uh, I hope you guys have a great week. Mm. I love you guys. Oh, anything you want to plug, Bill? Well, I'm in Vegas all week mm. uh, at the Tropicana. So, you know, if anyone's any people want to come, free tickets if they mention MMA Roasted. Mm. Nice. Uh, Don, anything you want to plug? Ah, uh, shit. Nothing I can think of right now. What, what day is it? Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. What? Monday. Monday already? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. Take care. Have a good week. Thanks, Bernard.